welcome to the HJ Talks About Abuse podcast, the podcast where we talk about sexual abuse cases in the hope that it will assist listeners in openly discussing topics which have been ignored for too long. This podcast is brought to you by the abuse team at Hugh James. We are lawyers, so we tend to speak about the legal aspects of abuse cases, but we aren't too shy to speak up about the broader issues faced by survivors of sexual abuse too. We hope that you find it interesting, but more than that, if you are a survivor of sexual abuse, we hope that you find our discussion empowering. Hello podcast listeners, my name is Alan Collins, I'm the partner and head of the abuse team at Hugh James and I'm joined by my colleague Felina Grosvenor. Hi Felina. Hi Alan, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. And you good, Sal? I'm very good, thank you. Excellent. So, we are going to be discussing in this podcast a subject that you've chosen, which is the NSPCC Report Abuse in Education Helpline. That's right. It's dedicated to children and young people who've experienced sexual harassment or abuse at school. Yes, um, and it's also for concerned adults and professionals who would just like some support and guidance. Well, that all sounds pretty good. So tell us a little bit about the background to this education helpline. Yes. So it was launched in April of this year, 2021, and really it came in response to some quite troubling research. So the NSPCC worked with the Department for Education to set up this phone line and it was directly after the website Everyone's Invited, which published thousands of anonymous testimonies about sexual harassment in all types of schools, colleges and universities. So it was made abundantly clear there needed to be a specific helpline for this issue. So the people reporting, were they children, young people, or were they adults as well? I haven't seen the data. I don't know if there is clear data on that. I I would imagine it was a range of everyone. I know that there definitely has been a lot directly from individuals who are at school and have experienced it personally. That relates to another report that was published by Ofsted. Called, I believe it's called the Casper Briefing. Yeah. And that was also conducted around the same time before the helpline was launched. And that was regarding mostly peer on peer sexual harassment, sexual violence and any online sexual abuse as well. Yeah. Um, and that, that really yeah. did focus on the individuals who were actually at school and, and experiencing it themselves. So this has been very topical, hasn't it? So we've had lots of reports and coverage on peer-on-peer sexual harassment. But also recently, there's been a report, has there not, where teachers have complained of being sexually harassed by pupils and all the trouble, to put it mildly, that that causes them. So that's why I was sort of curious as to where the information and the reports are coming from, because it looks as though... We're not just sort of seeing children, young people reporting that they're being harassed or sexually abused by adults, but you've got this issue of youngsters abusing youngsters. And according to this latest um, report, it's published a couple of weeks ago, I think, we've got teachers complaining sexually harassed. So it's a, a bit of a potent mix. Yeah, it's, it's completely broad and you do need reports from everybody it should it shouldn't just be you know a child abused by a teacher it should be the way around if that occurs peer on peer you know anyone who experiences that abuse should have a place to report it 
and to get the correct advice. Yes, and one of the concerning issues is that what is taking place in some quarters is seen as normal. It becomes mm-hmm. accepted, becomes a, a fact or a sort of way of life, which then points to cultural issues or cultural failings, because quite clearly, if the culture was right, this should not be happening. Well, a direct quote from the Ofsted report was that children at school felt that sexual harassment was so normal in schools, they didn't see any point in reporting it. So that's exactly what you've said, Alan. Mm. So um, I think there lies a considerable challenge, and it's not just a challenge that lays with those working in schools and colleges, it extends to society as a whole. Absolutely, and and if this can be tackled, you know, for primary schools and culture really changes from the the younger age, really, if you target the younger generation, then, you know, maybe we won't have so much trouble with colleges and older older children and adults they're involved with working with those children. Exactly. So thank you, Felina, for raising this particular issue. It's disturbing, troubling, but also interesting. And I believe that we'll be returning to the issue of sexual abuse and culture again in a future podcast or two. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Felina. And please do join in our next podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of HJ Talks About Abuse. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify or your favourite podcast player. If you'd like to speak to us about something you've heard today, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at aboutabuse at hjtalks.co.uk.